You're listening to 50% Facts, the show where we're building a health and fitness resource by trying to answer a single question every week, just based on what we already know. Or maybe what we think we know. Then we bring in the world's leading expert to tell us what we got right and what we got wrong. I'm Jim McDonald. And I'm Mike Farr. Welcome to our show. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. Chilling? I'm just hanging. We've been busy, man. That's good. Like, there's been a lot happening in the past uh, couple of weeks. I, I bet. Yeah, I can imagine. That's part of what we wanted to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I may or may not have had a little bit too much to drink last oh. night, so okay, I'm just a little extra tired. Yeah, do your Fine. thing. But yeah, celebrating the weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's holiday, and uh, we just—I was just kind of happy be, to hang out with my friends and actually be able to open my goddamn gym. You know? Yeah, I bet. There you go. I bet. Mm-hmm. What are the general rules right yeah. now over there? You're still in, uh, like, outside of Columbus, or no? basically smack dab in the center of Columbus now. Um, but it's, it's just, uh, we are doing basically like I've, I've posted everything on Instagram so you guys can go look at it, but just to reiterate, it's like, we're taking, we have a digital, uh, forehead scanner thermometer. We take, uh, temperatures of anybody entering the building. Um, any, we're implementing like social distancing, like encouraging all members to be six feet apart. Uh, we're not putting any fans blowing directly on any, uh, in any of the individuals, uh, we ordered probably more uh, sanitization equipment than we needed, but we have enough and we have extra. And we've just because we're, you know, we're like we're a powerlifting gym. We're a, like a tight knit community. We only we have less than 100 members. Just made it clear to everybody, like when you come in, whatever you touch, you have to clean. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just it's it's part of your due diligence as a member. And like I I walk around and I make sure things are being clean and whatnot, but it's just like, it's up to the members as well. Like, and I've just told them because one of, one of the rules that is kind of a, uh, a pain in the ass is that if, because if you're, if you're like going heavy on bench, you probably want a handoff. Um, but that's breaking the social distancing sure. rule. What mm-hmm. we've said, is if anybody is like spotting, you have to wear a mask, which is a pain in the ass, but it's just kind of like, is that a bigger pain of pain in the ass than having your gym closed? No, sure then not. just wear the mask like for for the time being. So, what's the rest of the city look like? Restaurants or anything open? Um, I believe indoor seating has been opened. Uh, I've gone. I went to. I went out when there were like patio seatings still going on, and mm-hmm. it's it's just kind of, it's kind of odd. It's kind of surreal yeah. because like all all the servers and all the employees have masks on. Um, and it's just you kind of have it's fo- like following a line, you know, like, OK, this is the this is the station where you sanitize. This is the station where we go over the rules and then now you're seated. And it's, it's just more like much more mechanical. But things are kind of they seem to be kind of uh, orienting themselves more towards a normal, like less less just otherworldly as it seemed for a yeah. very long time now. But it still feels we'll weird see. over here. I think we just did patio stuff. No, in, in, mm-hmm. indoor, but distance indoor started oh, really? on Thursday. Oh, you're Thursday. right. Yeah, I heard burgers and brews open. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird where, world, man. Where are you guys? Are you, are you guys still in California? I honestly yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah we're in Sacramento. Sacramento. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. We didn't go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird times. Uh, any other gym open that you know of in Ohio? Um, in Ohio, yeah. Uh, I know there – I am I have a good relationship with uh, Craig Naletti up in Ashland. Shit, I think Ashland. Um, he's open. We ha- I know a couple of, like, the small studios have opened back up. Uh, but I'm not sure on, like, big commercial gyms. I honestly have no idea. Um, and I know we're pretty much the only ones in Columbus that are open right now because it seemed as though everybody else was just not ready, you know? Mm. So we got, we got, um, so the, the, and the story behind that is, uh, and I can get into that a little bit is like, we secured an opening date, but from the governor, uh, and his board of directors or whatever the hell they're, they're calling themselves, uh, we, we pushed in a lot of different avenues and got a date, which was May 26th to open, which is actually tomorrow. But because we pushed in a lot of different avenues, we actually sued the state as well. We organized a, a, a lawsuit with, I think, 40 gyms signed on uh, stating that the closures were unconstitutional. And we weren't entirely expecting to win that, but we won and uh, we were granted a preliminary injunction, I believe is what it's called, where we were just, we were allowed to open as soon as that ruling was made, which was last Wednesday. Hmm. So that extended to everybody in the state, but a lot of people were just not simply ready because they were preparing for that May 26th date. Sure. And we just, Uh we got a little extra time and we were ready. So we're, I, I got I got a phone call from my business partner and he was like we can open right now and I'm like you fucking kidding me and he wasn't and I just I instantly I'm like let's go like open the doors you know and and we were good so that's pretty wild what what is the it was without getting too much into the the details like what was the cost consideration for hiring an attorney to do that or was it did somebody take it on pro bono or that's that's the benefit of having the business partner that I have and uh I, I should introduce you guys to him eventually. I thought he was going to be here today, but he's probably just taking the day off because he wants to get the hell out. Um, <laughs> but his name is Tim Castle. Uh, he's a former Ohio State legislator. I so, and he also he owns a governmental consulting firm right now. Uh, that's like his primary job. So he has quite a few connections in the government and in in areas of influence that really helped us push our cause. So he, he contacted a couple of people that he know he knew who knew some people that were at the 1851 uh, group in, uh, I can't remember where it is, but it's the 1851 group uh, for constitutional law, which is basically just a firm that fights for the constitution in, in a sense. And, uh, we had Maurice Thompson, I believe his name is, and he took the case on pro bono. Okay. So normally, normally it would have caught, and and we looked at the cost, it would have cost $40,000, upwards of $40,000, but Maurice just, Maurice did it because he believed in it. So here we are. 
That's cool. Yeah, because you know, I, I I've seen different stories going around Instagram and uh, Instagram lives, and other people telling their stories of how they're opening the gym or uh, their beliefs in the Constitution yeah. and what's going on right now. And and politically, I'm you know smack dab in the middle. I understand both sides of these things. Yeah. I understand your freedoms in the Constitution, but I also understand like, all right, uh, maybe take the extremes that you do. You got fucking sounds like you got the Men in Black sanitizing crew ready to go when you're wanting to clean this thing up. You know, I understand also caring for others that maybe. Even even if it's just their feelings, if even it's just a member or a friend or someone, this strength game is so fucked. If we could just care a little bit more about each other, if that person's just scared, you know, who cares what Corona's mm -hmm. real? It's not real. I don't give a fuck. If that person's just scared, if we can help them, let's not be a bitch yeah. about it either. Um, and the opposite side, like the guy that needs to put food on his table, um, it's 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 really insanely sad the amount of messages I've gotten either live on Twitch or, or Instagram or whatever, and people saying like, man, I don't know how I'm going to eat or like right. my job's done. Like, well, I don't know. I got to move the here or my family's really fucked. I got to try this job or whatever. And, and it's sad for so many people. Um, I think it is really cool, uh, that, that you and your business partner push for, for, for your community to at least have some, um, normalcy and, and kind of feel good, uh, to, to train again. Yeah, I don't, and, and I just wanted to talk or sorry, Jim, Go ahead. I just, I just wanted to touch. I just wanted to touch on what Mike said, because like, I'm not, I'm not that dude that's like, it's my freedom, my yeah, right, yeah. my choice, America, whatever. I'm not that dude. I'm way, way more in the middle than uh, I, I'm like you, Mike. Yeah. But the biggest issue, that I, the biggest issue that I took with the whole thing, because initially I was like, yes, let's shut down. Let's get this pandemic under control because this is serious shit. My my mom is a uh, double organ uh, transplant recipient Ooh. on immunosuppressed drugs for the rest of her life. So she is high, high, high risk. My dad smoked for 35 years. He has a uh, COPD and he's in his fifties. Like he's also high risk. Yeah. I I'm worried about them. I wanted to take those initial steps to stop, stop the spread, like flatten the curve, the whole, all the hashtags that everybody put out there. Mm -hmm. My own, my biggest issue with it as it continued was the fact that it stopped being about flattening the curve and letting the hospital system prepare for the uh, the incoming like influx of individuals and it start it went from flatten the curve and and stop the spread to no one can ever get sick ever again and we we're not allowed to live our lives and then even further than that they started to open up some businesses because i don't know if how closely you guys followed ohio but uh our governor mike dewine made announcements and uh on on the in the first week of may with no no um, acknowledgement of any other businesses or anything, he allowed, and uh, I think it was in this order, it was retail, uh, elective surgeries, retail, manufacturing, bars and restaurants, patio seating, then nail salons, hairstylists, and then like tattoos and whatnot. Yeah. All of those places were allowed to open in a stepwise fashion with no acknowledgement for any businesses after. Mm. And that was the big issue that I took because we here at Pinnacle are not the same as a Planet Fitness or an LA Fitness or an anything like that. We're a private training facility. I really don't, other than the party at Pinnacle, which was the whole Arnold thing that went on, other than that time, I really don't think we've ever had more than 20 people in the gym at a time. Sure. And we have like a, around 100 active members. But just the nature of the mechanism of what we are, we I, I could have 
it, I, I, I would argue that I would have been able, it, had I been given the guide, guidelines that we have now, and had I been given the tools to do the things, I could have stayed open throughout the entirety of this pandemic and kept everyone just as safe as we can now, because that's that's the amount of faith that I have in myself and my business partner and the people that work and work out here. So, Yeah, I do agree. I think the most screwy thing to me is, yeah, how people are phasing open and then why are we... And I understand the business portion and the family portion of people that own bars and stuff, but like, why mm. is it such a priority to get these goddamn bars open? Our marijuana shops are fucking packed here in California. <laughs> There's all these things where, again, mental health, physical health, yeah. we're not putting as much uh, attention to and the size of things, like you said, a big old commercial gym versus uh, what some people do. And I understand that, you know, the government's doing, hopefully, they're doing the best they can who fucking knows and that's a different conversation for a different day but uh there's a lot of people they're trying to control right california in particular is so big it's hard for them to see every single instance i yeah. get it um but it is it is uh frustrating i think for a lot of people in a lot of businesses california overall still has a transmission rate of over one which is a thing that's a problem but it's mostly Southern yeah. California. Yeah. It's it's not Northern California. And the Bay Area here locked down so hard so fast that their numbers have never been particularly bad. Here in Sacramento, our numbers have never been particularly bad. Uh, I think that a lot of our retail could have stayed open if people were willing to wear masks and, and use hand sanitizer, although early on there was no hand sanitizer yeah. available. But the idea of, of you know having that, I, th I think a lot of it could be open now that isn't yet um, It's a here, big difference. Because it's not, it just hasn't been that bad here, and I don't think it'll get that bad if, um, if people just take reasonable precautions. Right. I mean... I don't know. I, I, I am frustrated by people who who won't wear masks in in situations where they could be infecting somebody else. Yeah, I'm I'm really frustrated by that. But there is a big difference between everything we're talking about and then the two thousand people that are going to the beach and right, you know, whatever, whatever. Like it, it, what you see, who knows? Again, because it's the internet. Who knows what's real and what's <laughs> photoshopped? And I don't know what really is fucking going on because I'm just sitting in my house playing video games all day. But. Uh, <laughs> There, you know, there's 2,000 people on a beach somewhere. That's much different than 10 guys trying to squat a little bit or, or even uh, 10 people trying to go shop for whatever it might be, whether it's essentials like a toilet right. paper or something. Or even, again, like the home, I think we brought up last time, like Home Depot here has had lines of 100 people out the door every single day. Uh, the Trader Joe's has lines yeah. all day, every day Close my outside. Mind. And, Close my and mind. people are not necessarily staying distance there, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, to me, I haven't been to Costco since like week one of this business, just because you have to stand around outside. It's like, it's a warehouse folks. I mean, people yeah. are not that close together. It's not radiation. That's yeah, the, that's true. You know, it's not radiation. I'm, I'm all for everybody being as safe as possible, but, um, but you're dead on that. There's no way that we can keep. Um, people from just not ever getting sick. Right. We, we, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, we're not, we don't have an antiviral that is aggressive enough. We don't have um, a vaccine yet. And I, I'm concerned that we'll ever have one, to be honest. Um, so we have to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. How to make our economy work. Um, how much going of, forward? How much, um, I don't even know. Uh, there's so much to un uncover if we <laughs> want. Well, that. let me throw yeah, one go. thing out I was yeah, going to say earlier. Yeah. That is, I am of the belief, like like you, that these uh, small boutique studios, powerlifting gyms, or whatever, 
where they don't have a, have a hundreds of people going through a day have a better chance of keeping things clean and not having spread happen under the under that roof than a 24-hour fitness or a gold's gym or, or you know places like that even if they have cleaning cl- cl- crews coming through all the time just the sheer volume of people that could show up yeah yeah you know people may show up to gyms the way they showed up to bars as soon as bars yeah. reopened, you know. Well, that's what that, I, think, I guess. That's where we'll go. What What's kind of the feedback or, or vibe you get from some of your members or some of your community? Um, is this Is this something they all kind of wanted? Like, I, I feel like everyone's kind of torn. Like, as much as the media it seems like we're so, you know, polar opposites. I think a lot of people are like, "Man, I really want to get back to my normal life." Eh, this is a little weird. I want to take care of everybody. I think that's the majority of sane people are kind mm-hmm. of in that. Like, yeah, I want business to thrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to be able to go grab a hamburger with the boys again. Um, what what did were your doors open and people just screaming to get back in? Um, are they really excited? Are there some members that are staying home? Uh, what's what's the general vibe you got? There there it's I I don't want to say it's an even spread because it's not like the majority of people were just really really happy that we were able to open and were the same way that I am confident in their abilities to keep people safe and just be be like like. Jim, what you were saying, like, it's just being a responsible adult, you know, like it's, it's not radiation. It's just being mindful of what you're doing and what you're doing with your hands and your mouth and whatever the hell else, you know, and a lot of, a lot of our members were just very, they, they were just happy we were open and they were very confident that they could do those things. And I welcome, welcome them back, you know, but I have had a lot, not a lot, but there have been a quite a few that have just kind of held off and haven't either haven't been back or have come at like a very off time because a lot of people are still working from home as well. Mm-hmm. And if someone has the ability to, yeah, if, if someone has the ability to come when nobody else is here and it m- helps them rest a little bit easier there, that's totally cool. You know, and we've had a few of those and it's, it's just really interesting because I, I'm still, I'm still nervous about it. I'm I I I'm not exactly not stressed about it because I'm not I'm not one of those guys that is like oh the whole thing's bullshit. It's not a real virus. I know it's 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 a thing, and and the last thing that I want to have happen is somebody get sick in my gym sure. mm-hmm. and potentially get other people sick. So that's why that's why I think it's so important. We're so diligent about the cleaning efforts and the prevention efforts that we're doing. And why I was so loud about actually us having the chance to do so, because I, me personally, and I know a lot of my members would probably feel the same way. They'd be more comfortable coming here than they would going to be going to a bar right now. And I know a lot of people that have done that or have not done that because of the level of uncomfortability that they would feel being there. Yeah. Understandable. Um, The thing about, about bars is that you know people who are drunk don't socially distance at all in fact it is exactly no. the opposite yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah especially you get a couple of drinks in you yeah know? people get handsy <laughs> high-fiving with, and ha- yeah, yeah. hugging they get handsy with everybody yeah. yeah i mean for real like i mean i i told you guys i had a couple of beers last night and it's like <laughs> sometimes like like mike you're like i i, I want to grab a burger with the boys and it's like I haven't seen some of these guys yeah. in like fucking two months. And I'm like, dude, I just want to have a hug. Like what the <laughs> fuck is up? I haven't seen you. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. And it's that's weird. not exactly the greatest thing 
it's it's not the most responsible thing to do in this climate but it's like you have a couple of drinks and it's the natural human thing to do we're affectionate creatures we want to be affectionate so i don't yeah. know yeah, it's weird times. I, I I've done one, so I have two roomies. The guys uh, who don't know what strongman is that we were talking about earlier, and then uh, so I've seen them. I've seen Jim. I saw my mom a couple times, and then uh, my one buddy flew in from uh, Washington D.C. He's like my best friend, and we went golfing. We thought that would be like the one thing we could kind of do. Yeah, at, we're outdoors. You know, we're not next to a bunch of people, but that's the only social thing. Yeah, I've yeah. ever done. Yeah, it's, it's weird, weird, weird freaking times, man. We've had kind of a a, a, a pod or a bubble or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, just because Mike keeps coming to my house because it's tremendously easier to do this show with at least the two of us in person and the cameras and all that stuff. It's just it's just too challenging to do it. I mean, it's not too challenging. We could have, but there were like, I know where Mike's going. I know, I yeah. know who he's exposed to. I know. Yeah, what's nobody. going on with his roommates <laughs> uh, you know and and like yeah. our biggest issue is that i mean my my wife works at a hospital but they she's a nurse but they they have had she's taken care of no covid patients period like nobody's tested positive and um her hospital as of like friday had two covid patients in the house and it's a giant teaching it's that it's the tertiary care hospital for this area yeah. so normally you would expect to find them there and so it's just been it's been super low. We've been uh, talking to a, a bunch of gym owners, uh, people that have been in, in in the industry a long time, like you, Joe, uh, that are online, uh, in person, mm-hmm. whether they have facilities or whatever. And we're, we're kind of talking about the future of fitness. You know, the, the big thing that happened a month ago is uh, all, all equipment got sold out. So obviously someone's building home yeah. gyms somewhere. Um, our world is pretty easy. Whether you're a weightlifter, powerlifter, or just kind of strength enthusiast, you really only need the squat rack plates and, and maybe a barbell to to actually do what we want to do. Um, but um, okay. as you, you know, you're with Elite FTS. Uh, I forgot the gym's name where I first met you, uh, but it was where like Katie Ann and everybody trained. Um, also, kind of downtown. I think it was Beyond Limits. Was yeah, I think it was one? Beyond Limits. The gyms like that, um, where there's community, there's a lot of like-minded individuals, um, you know, meeting people like you through the sport, there's there's obviously some merit to that where if I just stuck to myself in my garage all day and just kind of squatted plates, we wouldn't kind of get that vibe. What do you think the future is going to be? Do you think these people are, are, are lifting at home for the rest of their lives? Um, you know, there's is it Jordan Wong, Dan Green. I mean, you can list people that have had highly successful lifting careers. Um training alone and then mike i'm sure year. yeah mike t holy shit uh and then there's tons of other people that i'm sure have a that aren't so into powerlifting but have good physiques or or just live the life they mm-hmm. want to live training at home um do you think people are going to really need i mean you even just said it we're affectionate creatures and maybe we do want some social stuff as the counter do you think people um across the nation are gonna are gonna head back to gyms or do you think the the whole landscape of kind of what we do might change a little bit I'm I'm not ever one to really speak in like generalities and like sweeping statements because I don't really know what it's what's going to happen across the nation. But what 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 I can say is like what happened here, you know, like because I I know I know a lot of uh, my members went out and had their like they have their own garage gyms now, and it was awesome because they were able to train. But just like you said, I really do think we're affectionate creatures. And in gyms like this one, like Beyond Limits, like 614 Barbell, uh, the other gyms around here that are like tight-knit communities, people want to be here not because of not because of the particular equipment, not because of like just just being in a gym. It's the fact that they can be around like-minded individuals all working towards some goal, doing something together 
as a collective and and share that experience with other people. And whether that's like socializing or just feeding off the energy in the room, it's what it's whatever the person wants to get from it. But I, I like I can tell you, I've signed over the past. We opened on Wednesday this past week. I think I've signed up over 20 new individuals just because whether it was because they wanted to support the gym, they wanted to get back into a gym mm. or they admired the effort that we did to help businesses in Ohio, you know, but whatever the reason may be, those are 20 more people that weren't here before and they wanted to be here. So I really don't, I don't think, I don't think fitness as a whole is going to, as I said, like I'm not one for generalities and here I go with one. (laughs) Um, I don't think, I don't think fitness as a whole is going to change all that much. I think it's going to cause a lot of individuals to innovate and have to either there's going to be like new equipment, new products, new like multi-purpose things that will come out because if if this is if this is the new normal that everybody likes to likes to say because we like everybody seems to like to use that term now, if this is the new normal, if every flu season we have to shut the world down, People are still going to want to do fitness. They're still going to want to do stuff. There's going to have to be new products, new methods, new uh, innovations that allow them to do so. But to that point as well, how many, because I know I have, and I know know family members that have, uh, have bought pieces of like cardio equipment Mm -hmm. or just workout stuff, like the ab roller, the the ab wheel that sits in your closet for six months. Mm -hmm. You, a lot of, We'll, we'll get stuff and be like, I'm going to use this. It's going to be so easy and so convenient to do this at home. It will cut off my commute. It will make me so efficient and I will have so much more time to do blah, 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 blah. But that's not how humans work. Yeah. The easier we make it on ourselves, the less we want to do it sometimes. So I just, I'm like, if, if, so, if someone needs a home space to train for maybe two or three months out of the year, if something like this were to occur again, cool, they will. But if they're a living, breathing, emotional creature that we know they are, they a lot of the times they're probably going to have another gym membership just because that's what they want. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, and, and which uh, actually worries me. It doesn't worry me in terms of fitness. It worries me in terms of now all these bigger companies are having people work at home. Uh, and and yeah. I, I'm yep. lucky that – lucky or – uh, I'm a bum. I don't know what I am, but I've never really lived in a, a corporate setting. Uh-huh. Um, but there's a reason we had offices in the first place. And it wasn't internet when that started in the Industrial Revolution or whatever. No. whatever. It's not localized internet. It's no. so we could have meetings easier with together. Right. It's so your boss is watching you, so you could right. maybe be a little bit more productive. And you hear horror stories about how unproductive people are in an office setting to begin with, that people don't really get shit done. So now you get people that are lazy, not wanting to get shit done, and now their boss isn't around because they're at home watching Netflix. Netflix with their laptop open, calling it work hours, and who knows what the world's about to look like in a couple months with our productivity. That's a fair point. Uh, I mean, I I know that the company that my son works for uh, in uh, Nova Scotia, there's a really good chance that they're going to downsize their their office space yeah. rental because they, overhead. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> exactly. Google here yeah. is is through the end of the year not bringing people back for the most part. Um, yeah, I saw posts yep. of Facebook and all these other companies saying, uh, "Yeah, t- Twitter said you can work from home forever." Yeah, 
Um, and maybe maybe I'm a hater, and maybe these people aren't as lazy and unproductive as I think. Oh, uh, but you or, know, or maybe I know who, how hard it is for me. Yeah, I be, work for myself, and 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 Joe and Jay, we all kind of work for ourselves, and we kind of work at home. I understand how difficult it is. Um, I literally wake open and uh, wake up and crack open caffeine and sit at my desk. Otherwise, I'm never going to work. Yeah, that's understandable. I think too that. Um, um, there is a mental health component to, to working alone all the time as well. Yeah, good Even, and bad. <laughs> good and bad, yeah. yeah. I mean, for some people it's better, and maybe some people yeah. are going to be more productive that way, and other people are not. And and it, it I mean, having produced largely on my own uh, podcast stuff and, and YouTube stuff for years and years and years, it does get to you after a while. You know, it does not having... Yeah. somebody to bounce stuff off of and immediately, you know, like walk down the hall. I went back when I worked in in offices, I did a lot of walking down the halls. Like, sure. what do you think about this thing? Sure. Cause this is what I'm thinking, but am I, am I, am I crazy or, yeah. you know, and that a lot of that may be just out the window or we might find that we absolutely need it. And like productivity dives. I don't know. Yeah. And the psychological part, like you said, I think, you know, we're, we're, community people and, and we're a community species and there's not a lot of community to begin with in our yeah. world right we talked about this last time that i don't know my neighbors i'm in a nice little neighborhood everybody just moved in and i just kind of wave at them <laughs> like we're not really a community even though we should be right um the like. only community and i think that's why a lot of people fall in love with powerlifting and strength sports because there actually is a community yeah it's, it's really big now which is cool um but you know when we all started it was such a niche i knew every powerlifter's name if someone was deadlifting on Instagram, I knew their face and their name. Yeah. Like like six, seven years ago, which is insane. Um, and that's like a real community in a sense. You know, like I know random dudes that have probably never even heard my name. I know their PRs, you know, like <laughs> that's some weird shit. Yeah. You don't get that kind of community yeah. vibe anywhere else. And now you're spreading all these people out to work at home. Um, you know, you don't even know you're sending an email to a Cindy. You don't even know who the fuck Cindy is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good for our longevity of our species or not. Yep. And I, I wanted to look or look at that as well, because like uh, Jim, you said like the mental health aspect and Mike, you went into it. It's just I it's not even not even in terms of mental health, but in terms of fun- functionality as people like we we experience other individuals and environments and communities and interactions and through those we develop our own and that's how we grow as people we grow as people by dealing with other people you take that away it's like it's any of those like there's those extreme cases where people have been like they've found like an eight-year-old that has never seen daylight and the like it's it's bad that's not good for people and that's an extreme 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 case but it's just like we're in, for lack of a better like way of putting it, I just worry that if we remove all social interaction with people and all we get, the only way we get social interaction is through our phones, I just worry that we're going to make an even weirder creature that is a human even weirder and less fucking able <laughs> yeah. to play nice with other humans. I, 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 don't, I don't see it as as being a very yeah. good thing. You know, like we... Like, God, I've seen the arguments of like, oh, we should do remote learning for schools forever. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not having fucking kids then because that sounds goddamn (laughs) horrible. Like, you need interaction through, like, in order to become a functional human. And I just just don't understand it. Like, I mean, working from home. 
cool, but it's yeah, I agree. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. But you still got to be able to go and do things with. People. Yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, the school systems could be one of the worst. I think they're already so bad with, you know, we're taking think, a six-year-old yeah. and have them sit at a desk for eight hours a day. These We're, we're made to move. We're made to think. We're made mm-hmm. to create. We're made to be a group, a community. And now the only community you get is little Cindy sitting next to you, and you're just staring at a teacher all freaking day. And we wonder why everyone's got ADHD and fucking mm-hmm. kids are punching each other and biting each other and eating glue because they're stuck in this goddamn square all day. And now you're going to do the same thing except send them at home with a nanny and just staring at a laptop all day like that's going to create some yeah quality but, shit coming yeah. einstein didn't fucking do that you know we need more einsteins however that dude grew up let's <laughs> raise some kids like that uh i think he grew up having having problems with the system uh, maybe honestly, yeah, yeah yeah like probably. i think he would probably not uh Fit he would not ex- no he would not excel in today's environment and you know online learning systems are not not well developed they're not good no. for the most part our regular systems aren't well no. developed they're they're well developed but they're not developed good yeah there's that they're well developed they're not developed well <laughs> put it on a shirt there you go just i'm gonna yeah that that's a good one i like that take it New pinnacle shirt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I got you. Watch. So speaking of your uh, of of pinnacle, how did you get involved with opening a gym, and and why did that seem like a good idea? Yeah, what's the spark? <laughs> well, it's the well. Okay, like so two parter because how it actually happened is really hilarious. But like, like what the spark was is the community. Like I, I, I built myself a pretty nice community in Columbus. Like I have a lot of people that support me. I have a lot of really cool individuals in my life and I'm really, really lucky for that. I'm really fortunate for it. And I am just like, I, I, everybody always said like, if you are, cause everybody goes through that phase where they're like, you're a big time lifter and you're like, huh, maybe I could open a gym one day. Maybe like all I would do is work out all day. That's not a real job. That sounds great. You know, like it's, it's the dream, right? So we all have that thought and any, anytime I brought it up, any person here would be like, we will support you. Like, absolutely. You open a spot and we'll come support you. And I was always super, super scared to do so because it's like, people say that people say they're going to show up. But then once you start charging their credit card every month, like, are they actually going to, you know, it's, it's not, it's not exactly just like a one-to-one ratio there, but luckily the people that said that like nine out of 10 of them, they're all here, you know? And I, I think that that just go that goes, that speaks to me uh, strongly in, ter- in terms of the community. It's just a very good community here. And that, that makes me freaking happy, honestly. But the actual story behind opening Pinnacle was uh, I knew um, Tim Castle through Janice Finkelman. Janice had started lifting here and she was just like, she told me I should come check this place out. And I was like, it's kind of weird. It's in the like, I don't know. I've never heard of this. Like, what the hell is this? And she's Janice is a very she's she's a very she's a very intro, she's not introverted, but she like when she's training, she just likes to focus and just like do her thing and then leave. So she was coming to this and it was pretty much her own private gym because there were only like 20 members at that point. And I come down here, I check it out and I'm like, OK, I meet Tim. Hey, man, how you doing? Like, I'm actually planning to move to Las Vegas in a month. And I was planning to buy into a gym, an already established gym out there. 
um, just to just because I thought that would be a good idea. I was 26 and just kind of like, well, you know, let's see what let's do some crazy stuff and like yeah, just yeah. that like maybe I'll stay out there for two months, maybe I'll stay out there for 10 years, who knows, you know, and it was just one of those things. But I had literally like I had some conversations with Tim just talking about business, talking about community, talking about who I was, what I've done, what he's done, who he is and whatnot. And I had a I think it was like January 25th was the date. I had a truck rented for January 25th. It was a um, a Friday. And the week before that, on Friday, Tim texts me and he's like, <laughs> hey, man, can we like meet up for coffee? And I'm like, yeah, sure. That's fine. I thought it was just going to be like some, some the old the old businessman giving me some sage advice, you know, like don't don't do anything stupid, like blah, 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 nice. you know, all that stuff. And we meet and he basically t- he asked me, how serious how serious are you about the Las Vegas move? And I'm like, well, I have a truck rented and I'm having a going away party tomorrow. And he's like, ah, so pretty serious. And I'm like, yeah, why? You know, and he's like, well, I have a business proposition for you. Wow. And I'm like, OK, can you elaborate? And he does. Yeah. And he basically made me an offer I couldn't refuse, which is basically 50-50 ownership of this gym, just me putting the legwork in and growing it. Because as I said before, he has his consulting business. He he does his he does his own stuff. He's not here right now because he's off doing that stuff, you know? And that's why it was just it was initially it was just his like soft opening and him and his friends that were down here pretty much it. And he's like, I don't want, I want this as passive income. I want this as passive income. I mean, look, dude, if you're going to announce it, I mean, where is it better to be announced than here? Eventually. (laughs) But I need somebody. I mean, something's got to leak out there. We're not TMZ. That will help me grow this, that has a community behind them, that has education behind them, has experience behind them. And I think you're the dude. Are you interested in being the dude? And I'm like, well, I have to cancel the truck. The bird told you. But yes. And I I said, yes. the going away party that was scheduled for the, the next night turned into a uh, from a going away party into a congratulations on your new business. Who's coming to sign up for my new gym party. And that's what happened was we went from, we went from uh, 21, I think it was like 21 or 22 members. Uh, and then I brought a bunch of equipment that I had in uh, that's more like, more like powerlifting oriented. And we went from like, 20 or so members to like 90 plus in four weeks. And it like it, it, the rest is history. And then like the Arnold got killed and now like we like the whole, the Arnold thing, we had the party party at pinnacle. Uh, we had over 2000 people through the doors and now we had, we led the charge on the reopening of gyms in the state of Ohio. So it's like, we've kind of solidified ourselves mm-hmm as the pinnacle which is the name you know (laughs) and we're actually going to do more of that in the future i don't want to jump the gun and announce anything but we're getting some very strong people over here very soon and it's very funny yeah that's dope man that's dope Columbus is weird, man. There's a lot of fucking powerlifting going on in Columbus. Well, I'm not really announcing. That's true. What to what? What's your ratio like in members? Is everybody a powerlifter? Is is it soccer Um, moms that want to get stronger? Is it 
is I'm it not saying I'm just business saying. due to uh, but what I'm saying, reliving their glory what days is it is, what is it it's probably it's probably like right now two to one like power lifters to just general folks mm-hmm. you know um because we did like it's that's my demographic it's my community you know like it's it, they're, they're the guys that have followed me but we're also in uh franklinton which is basically the art district of columbus we're surrounded by a couple of like uh really nice apartments and condos we have we have a lot and, and a lot of uh government officials because like we're right around the corner from the state house as well and tim has his connections there so we have we have we have a wide a wide array of individuals and it's 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 cool because i've had um like one of our members uh jim jim gordon he he's he has come in here and like initially he's like i'm never you like you guys are crazy like this stuff is wild i'm not gonna do this and then he starts benching on a combo rack occasionally, and he starts talking to me about like how how can he like make his form better. And, he's, and then now Jim, last I talked to him, he's like, maybe I'll sign up for a bench only competition. That could be fun. Like old old guys like me do that, right? And I'm like, yeah, they do, man. He's like, I think that'd be a cool thing to do. And I'm like, so do I, dude. You know, so it's it's just, it's it's really cool because we just we. And it's not just general fitness individuals, but everybody seems to really get along and just kind of do their own thing, but do it together as well. So it's cool. Have you asked him about his relationship with Batman? Sheriff Gordon. (laughs) I haven't. I haven't. I've thought of it. Gordon. Yeah. I'm sorry. Dead silence. (laughs) There's a Batman behind uh, uh, Mike right now, so Chief I had to ask Commissioner Gordon, Police Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, so good. Oh yeah, got it. I just had I had to. I'm sorry. That would be yeah. I would never stop with that guy. That would be the thing. I would always refer to him as the Commissioner or Officer like Gordon. Yeah, like yeah. I got your I got your. Every time he calls me, it would be on the bat phone. I'm sorry. It's just that's how it would be. But I'm just a nerd that way. It happens. How's your uh, your lifting going, buddy? You got uh, plans coming up? What's the? Uh... Uh, we got a little echo. Are we clean now? Uh, it's oh, honestly good. going really great. I've, I've been. Are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, it's just a little it's just a little choppy. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah, yep. it's recording on your side too. Okay. You, yeah, you guys yeah. are still like. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have. I'm planning on uh, I'm planning on competing uh, the end of September uh, at, in Buffalo at the Showdown meet, which is like that big sleeved only meet uh, put on by the WRPF or whatever fucking federation anybody decides to do these days. Um, but I'm going I'm I'm doing that, and my training is honestly going really really well. Like I've been doing, I've been feeling really great and moving really well, and uh, just I feel very very strong, and I'm excited about what I'm going to do, you know, like I still, still trying to get the grip better on deadlift. Like that's a constant freaking battle that I have. Cause I have that, that nerve compression injury too. So it doesn't help. Um, but you know, like my squat, like this, uh, yesterday I did like, uh, three sets of four with 419 on bench press. Um, I'll pause like, like I'm, I move my grip in very close because of like the lat issues because of that compression injury. Um, and then prior to that, 
the day before that, I did three a three by three with seven seventeen on squat on uh, sleeves and just you know it's things are moving really well and I'm I'm feeling really good about my training right now. I just got to keep the momentum going, you know, and we'll see what happens. Awesome. Um. Mm-hmm. One thing I wanted to talk just a little bit about. Um, you um, like both of us. You have talked about mental health issues and 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 not being afraid to seek counseling and how um, uh, a lot of a lot of guys in particular kind of hold themselves back because they're not willing to deal with with those issues. And it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And, um, for one thing, I just want to call out the fact that you have, you've talked about those things, um, publicly, and I think it helps a lot of people. And so appreciative for that, but anything that you might want to say about that before we, uh, get out of here. Dude, I mean, like there is no shame in reaching out for help. Like, I mean, I like this, the, this fucking COVID situation has not exactly been the most uh, um, relaxing time for me. And I, I reached out and I started, I, no. I basically have doubled up on my, uh, on my therapy, you know, and counseling. Like I, I need help with that because I, 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 the way, the way I think and the way I operate is at sometimes it's dangerous to myself and dangerous to the people that I care about. And if I, if you realize that, like if me personally, I realize that I see that in myself. And because of that, I know that if I want to preserve myself and preserve my relationship with other people that I have, I have to, I, I need to get help and I need to figure out like better ways on how to deal with the way, deal with the way that I deal with things, you know, and it's there, there's no shame in it. Like a lot of people are they're, they're as 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 normalized as it may be there's always going to be taboo and fear and hesitation and the whole thought process of like no i can fucking handle it it's fine i'm fine you know and that's cool i'm fine too you know we you're you can be fine you can be fine and still just want to reach out to somebody because you you may you might be able to be a little fucking better too you know you don't have to just live in fine forever so yeah it's, it's important to just realize that. And, and even if you're not ready to do it, just sort of realize like, man, maybe I could think about these things in a different way. Then that might bring you to going, going to do that and reaching out to, for help eventually, even if it's not right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. It, it's already like such a weird thing with just males in America to begin with, let alone like a big jacked male that squats 900 pounds mm-hmm. um, to say like, yeah, man, like I'm not doing great or I don't, I get sad or I cry or I get anxiety or I'm depressed. I had trouble getting out of bed or whatever it might be. Um, whereas if this big strong guy rips a peck and simply goes to a doctor to fix that peck, Oh yeah, of course. That's cool. Like that's what you do. Yeah. Right. right. But like, no man, like emotionally, I don't really feel good. Like I don't feel like myself. I don't feel this. I don't feel motivated. I feel hopeless, whatever it might be to go to a doctor for that. For some reason is not cool or not normal or not the, you know, it's frowned upon like, well, wait, what? Like what? Um, and so props uh, again to just to reiterate what Jim said, Mm -hmm. the more people we get talking about things, I think the more people we can help. And, uh, we, we had a, a mental health, um, 
uh, behavioralist uh, on this show a couple weeks ago, and I guess shit, eight weeks ago now or something in the beginning of <laughs> this mess. Yeah, it was in, a while. in the beginning of this mess, and he that's kind of the big thing he uh, was talking about. He's like, yeah, I'm really worried about how this is going to affect people long term. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the, the the flu itself will probably do some damage the economy will probably do some damage mm-hmm. but uh the mental um struggle that that we many of us may go through because because that's the thing and that's why i think i try to talk about it most is why i like powerlifting and and i guess i don't want to say i like mental health but why i'm open about it is because it's something that we all deal with it doesn't matter who you vote for it doesn't matter how much money's in your pocket it doesn't matter your favorite color your favorite hobby your favorite food or what language you speak um it's something that we can all handle um and, and we all have to get a handle on um or or or, or or deal with day to day, week to week, month to month. So, so props to you, buddy. I'm glad your gym's open. Uh, I'm glad training's going well. Good to connect. Uh, maybe when this mess is a little bit over, we can maybe grab a squat session or some bullshit. Awesome. Where can people find you, Joe? Dude, absolutely. I would love to. Give me, give me any freaking reason to come to California. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. Um, uh, w- they can once find we stop me, recording, they can find me on uh, my website, Joe Sullivan. Go ahead. Sorry, it's the last. Sorry, as soon there's as we a lag. Re- I don't know, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna go. Um, <laughs> yep, yep. So um, I, they can find me on my website, JoeSullivanPowerlifting.com. I'm on Instagram at Joe Sullivan Powerlifter, and if I don't know what else, like if you want to check out Pinnacle Performance, it's PinnaclePerformanceOH.com. Uh, and you can find me in Pinnacle. You know, I'm, I'm always here. Uh, if you, if anybody ever wants to come check it out, come visit or come do whatever, you know, like just shoot me a DM on Instagram, shoot me an email and we'll, uh, we'll organize something, you know, Uh, more, more, more the merrier. So. Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Silent Mike with two K's Instagram, Twitter, brand new podcast every single Wednesday. Be sure to give it a rating and review. Uh, appreciate Joe for being on and we'll catch you next week. I am at the Jim McD on all the social media. Follow this show on Instagram where uh, <laughs> 50% facts where percent is a word. The 50 is just numbers and the website is the same. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>